Welcome back to a brand new episode of Vagina Slims. For those who are new around here, my name is Lauren Rose and I run this thing every now and again. And um, it's actually been so recent since I've uploaded, I'm kind of proud of myself. (laughs) Because usually we do weeks, um, months between episodes and here I am. So life has just been crazy. I'm feeling a lot more settled though, if that makes sense in terms of where I'm at personally, just me, like not thinking about myself in terms of work and as existential life shit, like I just what I need for me and I just wanted to come back on and speak to it because that's just something that I've had, I haven't really had, like I'm a very solo kind of private person and I can just like sit in a room alone for hours and be content you know and just like watch things or you know try on like vintage clothes or whatever um and I don't really get my alone time anymore it's always like I'm always working I'm always doing some errand talking to some random person so um now I can talk to myself alone in a room to you guys so yeah um yeah i'll just start us off with the first tune um this is nancy sinatra with june july and august um very beautiful song some of her earlier work i believe um it might not be what you expect so enjoy Share before 
Nancy Sinatra with June, July, and August. Just such a beautiful song. There's like this golden, you know, tone about it. It like reminds me, it sounds weird, but of um, Sleeping Beauty, um, the Disney film from 1959 or whatever. Like growing up, that was my favorite film. I think mostly because of the animation I really love the style of that century and sort of like the medieval characters and just everything's like pointy and um, I love the the fairies and the witches but mainly it's that like technicolor aspect of it how everything was just so um, just vivid and whatever and it that just reminds me of that song if that makes any sense <laughs> probably not um, but yeah, and it's interesting thinking about Nancy Sinatra in general because most people think of her main body of work being like the one single these boots are made for walking or like Summer Wine, which we've played on here before um, with uh, Lee Hazelwood. Um, but I found some of her older music probably when she was just first starting out and it's way more traditional I would say um kind of like Brenda Lee-esque um more crooner type songs and they're nice they're interesting but it's also interesting just thinking about Nancy Sinatra in terms of her relation to her father um more so in a way of like it being symbolic of the 50s versus 60s and that's just been this huge um, like topic of interest for me stemming back to this podcast You Must Remember This by Karina Longworth I gas it up all the time but she really talks about in her Manson series um, the importance of understanding the culture that there were old celebrities still living in LA in the 60s and it it showed the power dynamics you know you had Doris Day Terry Melcher you had people moving in and out of houses that belonged to great Hollywood stars of like the 30s and 40s um, and it was all about how the celebrities who reigned once before were now being taken over by their children and all the kids they wanted to be hip they want to be different they want to start something new um, and so I don't know it's this interesting thing about Nancy Sinatra and how she went from this like this early stuff of the very traditional crooner type music to something more provocative like these boots are made for walking um and how she kind of transcended her you know 
her original role of being this daughter so I don't know but yeah it's also crazy thinking about Easy Rider because last what I think it had two weeks ago um we spoke about the film and then I think yesterday um Peter Fonda passed away so it's just eerie how you know that all came to be um and it's interesting because I still stand where I stand in terms of how I feel about the film and I think it's just very timely you know of the time um I don't really I didn't really feel sympathetic towards the characters um for those who I don't know it's a biker movie two guys get cocaine <laughs> they get cocaine from these like Mexican drug lords they flip it to some like mobster and then they go on this huge long road trip across the U.S. and just do dumb shit, you know. They drink, they they go to a commune, and it's like, it's just like a road movie, you know. And then towards the end, some shit goes down, um, like violence related to the hippie um, counter cultural movement, and it's kind of this point of. Um, just this point of recognition that people fucking hated hippies back in the day, you know? So for me, it didn't really grasp. But when I was talking to my friend Julia, she was kind of explaining to me how that really was a thing, you know, back in the day. Like, there, there was violence against people for living an alternative lifestyle. And although I don't feel like maybe that's the cause to like hop on you know that like very bland you know free love kind of I don't know you know what I mean like it's just it's not that deep however um there were more issues that I felt were more poignant but I could totally understand how at the at that time in cinema and the way they shot it and then the independent nature of that film um how it changed and affected people and I'm totally I'm totally respectful of that so yeah so many thoughts I'm still I'm that bitch like I went to California like over a month ago and I'm still thinking about it just it's just such an interesting place to think about um and that was just so central everything everything that I talked about so you know it's the end of the summer I thought that that song was pretty appropriate um but it's been strange I've been feeling like very stagnant which is dumb because you know I just made one of the biggest life decisions ever uh in the past you know few months and you know, I'm out here, I'm committing to it, and yet I'm still, like, bored. <laughs> like, I really just, you know, I'm a double Aries, my rising, like, I don't know much about this stuff, so I'm not going to pretend, but my moon is in Scorpio, if that makes any sense, and I'm just very, like, oh, I just get really annoyed when I don't know what I'm doing with my life, and when I'm not, like, stimulated by things, I just 
drives me crazy and I feel very conflicted when sometimes when I'm not necessarily bored but just conflicted with my life and not sure what I what I'm doing I give into situations where I don't know I just I'm not doing what I usually do and it's nothing like super destructive to me but it's just not worth it you know and so I found myself doing that a lot recently and thankfully I have um, I have a friend who just came to town maybe for a while maybe for not and um, she's been grounding me a little bit more but it's just so strange I can't believe like I'm so tired of myself because I'm always like hard on myself about where I am in life what I'm doing am I satisfied am I not and then people like sitting right next to me they're just like content they just like like oh yeah like I love I love this job I love you know I love fucking going to the farmer's market on the weekend like for me it's just never enough I have to feel like passionately like I need to be on fire to feel anything um which is probably bad but it is good because I've kind of really been thinking about why I'm acting the way I am and you know everything's still good on the career front and I'm gonna be going back to California um at the end of September and then back to where I am now so it's good but um I'm really trying hard to like break down my brain so I can be happy and not feel like I'm like losing a part of myself by choosing a lifestyle you know like in a perfect world I could have a job where no one would judge me no one would care what I did my free time you know and people who I talk to would like completely understand me and my interests and what I'm talking about and it could be like this beautiful safe wonderful place however life is not like that and I hope one day it can be that way I'm not totally jaded from that idea but it's just another ladder to climb and I've always been opposed to hierarchy in terms of like an ethical principle however that's that's really what this industry is about and how people get off you know they love one-upping each other so I don't know I've been listening a lot of the Beach Boys, so I'm going to play a song by them from the Pet Sounds album, which is Chef's Kiss, amazing. Um, (laughs) This one's great. This is I Just Wasn't Made for These Times. Enjoy. I keep looking for a place to fit in where I can And I've been trying hard to find the people that I won't leave behind They say I got brains, but they ain't doing me 
the Beach Boys with I just wasn't made for these times yeah if I could like (laughs) it's almost eerily creepy the way that song describes me recently in these past couple months honestly and whenever I play it like usually whenever I get into music I play it over and over again like every time in my car I play it and it gets old but the song like every time it comes up I'm like oh shit this is my life like I need to listen I can relate so but yeah I have been loving that album Pet Sounds and it's been referenced a lot just from what I've been hearing and (laughs) my friend says there's like a Portlandia thing or maybe like a documentary now um, thing about pet sounds like dragging people because everyone's like oh my god it's the best album you know (laughs) that's probably me but I don't want to watch it because I want to like you know have my moment with it before I drag myself (laughs) but um, yeah it's just 
it's a great album there's um a song don't talk put your head on my shoulder which literally makes me melt and i'll listen to that song and the song i'll play later in this episode because i'm doubling up i'm doing that um i play back to back for like an hour and like have a drink and maybe like tear up or something so woo, we're getting it all out but um yeah life something I didn't mention last episode was like how crazy it's been that I've like survived I guess the past few months because originally I had moved to Salt Lake City and I've actually met a couple of you guys and you've come up to me and I just want to say thank you and it's super sweet and strange but I love it um but yeah like I moved here I I had maybe one friend that I knew maybe like two people and it was rough like it's it's nice looking back you know especially at my job being you know things that I was so scared of doing that in the past now I'm just it's chill it's my job like I do it and I've definitely gained a lot of confidence this summer um but yeah it's just been a long road and you know I'm so dramatic that every moment is like the worst and whatever but it's it's good to see how far I've come and you know the city isn't my home but it's not bad, you know, like, I don't, I don't miss everything about my city. I miss, like, thunderstorms and the lakes and stuff like that, but, you know, things could be worse, um, so, yeah, that's just something I, I feel like I don't wrap around my, my head enough. It's just, like, how far I've come this whole summer and I'm kind of getting to the season where now I'm jumping back into film festivals which will be fun um but then after that you know I'm always it's it's weird I just got this job that like I should be ecstatic about but naturally I'm just like over it before I've even done it just because it's just a lot of work. I really need a vacation or a break, but it's also weird because I've never been the type of person to like spend money on experiences and all of that. Like, I'm just, I'm not used to this life. Everyone is like, oh, that's crazy. You know, you need to go somewhere tropical, wherever. I'm like, what? Like, do you know who I am? Like, I'm bored. Like, this is not part of my lifestyle. And. I am eventually worried about that when I have downtime, when I don't have a job lined up. Um, like, who will I be? How will I react? But, you know, we'll just sort it out as it comes. But, yeah, that's just kind of been it. Um, but I'm looking forward to this fall. And then we just want to think about the winter because it doesn't exist. Um, I won't be here. I will escape because the winter um, is the worst. So, yeah. Um, a couple things I want to mention. Uh, the Honey Boy film 
just came out with a trailer about a week ago so I'll link it down in my show notes but um this film is directed by Alma Harrell and she's beautiful amazing talented um and then it was written by Shia LaBeouf and it's literally about his childhood his even Stephen's days like everything um and it shows his perspective but he wrote it from rehab because he you know had his I mean god I don't even know this guy but you know he had his drunken arrest and was just kind of wilding out and so he wrote this script about his um past his trauma his youth and Alma directed it and it's beautiful so it's it's like three-fourths a story about him as a young boy dealing with his father who is his like legal guardian um he's a ex-rodeo clown and um abuser of drugs and as you could imagine it's a really tough story but it's it has like it's lighter moments and um even like they have moments of Shia as like a young adult during his transformer phase um and he's played by Lucas Hedges and I I love that boy he's really just on it um and yeah I don't know it's an interesting perspective not many people can relate um in terms of the celebrity level but when I went to the screening at Sundance there's so many people who during the Q&A were like I had a really terrible relationship with my father growing up and this movie was like really important for me and people were like bawling you know so anyways it comes out November it's backed by Amazon Studios which is interesting so we'll see how it goes um theatrically if it'll get like a really broad release but um yeah that was my favorite film of Sundance so I wanted to mention it for those who are interested um but yeah where do I even go from this I have no idea (laughs) actually I will also link this is just a podcast of like links like don't listen to me listen to other people um but I listened to this podcast I believe it was Tim Ferriss podcast um, of Dita Von Teese, who's amazing. She's a burlesque dancer. Um, and for those who are like in the pop culture sphere, you know that she used to be married to Marilyn Manson, uh, which is dope. I love that. Like, ooh, probably not Jawbreaker era because then he was with Rose McGowan, but before that, um, and I've always been interested in her in particular because I love her performance in burlesque and her attention to vintage details and paying homage to like Mae West and all these like beautiful figures of Hollywood in the past. Um, but this is like the one podcast, one interview that you get from her where she like actually talks about her youth in a candid way because I know like whenever you're interested in someone and you listen to like all the interviews you're trying to like mine all the information they like tell the same stories over and over again and it's like nothing juicy nothing relatable but this one goes deep 
because she I think she's from Michigan um you know now big picture she's like this world-renowned burlesque dancer beautiful woman you know whatever um but she grew up in Michigan corn fed you know blonde hair gal and she in high school worked at a lingerie shop and um from there she actually got into like fetish modeling whatever uh video stuff porn basically um and then from there she got into burlesque I think she like stripped at some point in the middle but it's just really interesting to me because she really just tells it how it is and is very transparent about what she does and people always try to shame her in her interviews being like oh so like how different is burlesque versus stripping as if you know people in burlesque you know look down at people who strip and she's always just like straight up like you know what it's pretty much the same thing like maybe just like a different aesthetic you know um but she also goes into this deep section about her family and how that was, which I love because sexuality and family, thank God, doesn't go together. But it's always such a huge thing, you know, when people are always trying to, like, mow you down because of how you're acting or how you look. And she explained, you know, how her parents had separated um, and her dad just basically wouldn't talk to her didn't give a fuck about her because she was working at this lingerie shop and had a boyfriend and he would call her a whore and all this stuff it's just so sad um to hear that and then to know that now she's this huge world-renowned star you know people lust after her and everything but she still has this like awkward relationship with her dad where she has to like defend herself um I don't know I just want people to be like free you know like do you it's fine but I really love that podcast so I'll leave it in the show notes so yeah I don't know that's just been a really interesting topic with myself as well because the industry that I'm in it's so focused on who you are your past experiences how people have worked with you it's not like you just walk into an office and have like a standard interview and where you know your office heals and stuff it's just not that so I feel a little bit like stifled with who I want to be and who I think I am and I don't know that's why I love people like Dita Von because they could really just fully embrace their interests and be themselves and be seductive and just enjoy themselves, like live in pleasure um, and be responsible and it's respected because that's their world. However, if I were to be myself, like I don't know how many people would still, you know, I don't know want to be friends with me or I don't know it's just weird it's fine so I'm gonna let you guys go but like I said before we're doubling back we're gonna do some more Beach Boys and this is the song that I would play on repeat with um 
don't talk, put your head on my shoulder. And this is called Let's Go Away for a While. And it's amazing. And I've heard this before. I had no idea it was from the Beach Boys because there are no vocals. Um, And I actually heard it in Baby Driver, which unfortunately is kind of like ruined (laughs) for me. Kevin Spacey, obviously. Um, But it's a brilliant song. It like, oh my God, it transcends you. And just listen to this on repeat and you're welcome so (laughs) let's go away for a while by the beach boys enjoy and thank you for listening bye